Hey guys, and welcome back to Folders and Backwoods, your mid morning solo cipher where I get high and talk about what's on my mind. It's your girl, yours truly will be red, and it's late in the day. Technically, I had already started, but then I got interrupted and I forgot what I was talking about, so I had to start all over again. <laughs> but um, yeah, today's Tuesday, it's two days before Thanksgiving. I have to get ready and go do my little running around and whatnot. Being vegetarian and only having two kids, I'm lucky. I don't have to do too much when it comes to Thanksgiving cooking. I don't got to deal with the whole turkey and mad fixings and whatnot. It's only three of us. And even though my son eat OD, you know what I mean? It's not going to be a whole big event. We're going over to my mom's. I'm doing greens, probably some spinach dip. And um, some apple stuffing, just because knowing my mom, she's going to put sausage and stuff in. It's a force of habit. And I don't want her to have to make two pans or, you know, feel bad like last year because she forgot. <laughs> so I got some running around to do. Plus, I got to pick up some stuff from my grandma's. It's getting cold outside. And she don't need to be doing that running around. She's the only reason I'm in the area where I'm at now. She actually lives right across the street. That was a blessing. Only one good thing housing probably ever did for me was put me near her. So, you know, you got to be grateful in the areas that exist. And I am. I'm more than grateful for that. But with that being on my mind, how blessed is it to have your elders in your life? Whether it's your grandparents, it's your mom and dad. Some of us even got our great-grandparents still here. My um, childhood friend, her grandmom just turned 106 a couple of months ago. And, I mean, she just looked just as good as she did 20 years ago when we lived next door to each other. I mean, it's such a blessing. It's such a beautiful thing to have people in our lives who've been here for so long, especially when they're blood relatives. Sorry, I'm trying to fix this little bum-ass blunt. I thought I didn't have no backers this morning. Coco fucking leash broke, so I can't go off the block. And I didn't want to come in and go out to the store to get no woods to come back drink my coffee, smoke, record, you have to go back out. So it's like, you know what, let me just steal a piece of my son font. So, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm regretting it already. But luckily I actually did find a backwood, but I didn't find it until after I already rolled this bum ass fucking piece of font. So, so I ain't gonna waste it. I'm gonna just finish this and then I'm gonna roll my backwood so that I can get into my right my mood and flow. But, yeah, having elders in your family still alive to talk to and to pick their brain and access knowledge is always a good thing. It's a blessing. A lot of us don't realize that until it's too late when they're gone. Or once their physical health has got to the point where they can't, you know, recall certain memories to pass down certain information so it is it's important to us 
as future elders of our own kids and grandkids and descendants that we absorb as much as we can from the elders that we got in our lives. Like I said, be it your mother, your father, your grandmother, great aunt, uncle, cousin, it doesn't matter. If they have blood ties to you, they have information about you, whether you realize it or not, information itself is information on your bloodline. So just learning about them will, you know, help you understand you more, help you understand your kids more, help you understand your family more. Um, so if you do have elder relatives in your life, make sure, you know, you spend time when you can. And not just like on holidays and birthdays, Mother's Day, shit like that, where you just, you know, idling around and things of that nature. Really, I mean, really spend time. Ask to look through old photos, ask about their parents, their aunts, their uncles, where they grew up, how things was back then. You know, understanding. I'm always in my grandmother's head trying to find out what life was like for her and her siblings and what my great-grandmother and grandfather was like. And, you know, it does. It helps me understand, again, myself and my kids better. And it helps when it comes to my everyday magic manifestation and dealing with my ancestors. But all the deities out there and Lord, all the Lords know, I pray to a lot. I deal with a lot. I work with a lot. And it's a lot easier to access these higher energies when you have a, what's the word? When you're highly capable of accessing higher energies within your own bloodline. Ancestral work is really important. It's an important part of self-discovery. It's an important part of learning how to control your abilities. It's an important part of identifying your abilities. You got to know where you come from. And even if you're like the only living relative of yourself, you still can tap in, whether it's through your DNA, through the spirit that, bless you. Thank you. You have company today, y'all. You want to say hi? Oh, she don't want to say hi, but I have company this morning. I ain't going to blow up her name and all that because she don't even want to say hi. But yeah. Um, damn, I lost my train of thought. This is why you got to stay for. I need to take notes. I be hot. Oh, but um, accessing your DNA, whether it's through meditation, through, that's what I meant by through DNA. You can meditate and in a sense, activate areas of DNA. It's done all the time for healing. And the same method can be done for understanding family and being able to connect with ancestors that are not here. You can do it through meditation. You can do it through um, actual spirit work, rituals with photos, and if you have any personal items, but, you know, that's for a more in-depth practitioner. However you choose to do it, you can even do it through technology if that's the easiest route for you to go. Um, 
a lot of these sites ask you to pay. It's kind of hard to get information, good information on your ancestors for free online, but libraries have always been free and will continue to always be free. You can go right into your um, local library and access their public, rec um, their public records. You can, you know, do a public record search online too, but again, it'd be mad little ads and dumb shit that pop up that's trying to get your bread. But you can do it um, via the libraries. And the librarian can actually request more, like if um, your ancestors come from a city, state, or even country that's not where you're native or where you're um, located at right now, they can even put a request in to another, you know, library to have more information, more public records from their domains, from their public, um, from, you know, their private stash or whatever, because their local listings, however the fuck is going to be classified, but they can have more information sent to you. So you can do it like that. A lot of people do the um, genealogy reports where they actually send in DNA. Um, again, personal opinion. I don't advise anyone to do that for the simple fact that they keep your DNA. Granted, they're not supposed to use it, but what the fuck are you keeping it for if you're not going to use it? So I'm definitely not a fan of that. I really was excited about the whole idea when it first came out, and it was supposed to have been a birthday gift to my brother because we have the same mother and same father, so he carries both strands of DNA, even though I don't. So, you know, I did want to get it from him, but... I'm not giving him that shit because I don't want nobody to make no fucking clone and no dumb shit of him. So if I wouldn't do it for myself, I wouldn't do it for nobody else. But, you know, that's just my opinion. If that's the route you want to go, the more power to you. Just be careful. But ancestor reverence is important no matter how you go about doing it. And the first steps of ancestor reverence is just identifying your ancestors, knowing them, whether it's surname, um, like, and if you have photos, some kind of tangible items of theirs that, you know, you can just, when you're in need, focus on, tap into their energy, call on to their spirit, request help, guidance. Um, it's really important because once you connect with your family, with the ones who are no longer here, that are responsible for your existence, you can help repair damages that occurred before your lifetime that affect you currently in this present life. You can help repair, you can help break and remove ancestral curses. Um, a lot of things, when people hear the word curse, a lot of people just think of like TV curses, oh, is a spirit following you everywhere you go, somebody's dying, you know, no, curses is different. Disease, dis of ease, ease of body, ease of mind, ease of spirit, ease of finances. That is the biggest fucking curse ever. And a lot of us carry it ancestrally. A lot of our ancestors did not have proper diets for their body type. And as a result, DNA mutated, our bodies changed, and now we have high blood pressure, we have diabetes, 
we have all these diseases of the body. You know what I mean? A lot of our ancestors have been through poverty unimaginable, abuse unimaginable, torture unimaginable to us in 2020, even with the help of Hollywood glamorization of slavery and past events, plagues, and, um, you know, just life. We really don't know what it was like to experience that. And that kind of trauma, that kind of fear, that shit lingers and it does. It transmute over time into our DNA as insecurities, as overbearingness, as assert over assertiveness you know what i mean like we have so many areas and we just look at it like oh that's just how my family is yeah we a little aggressive oh that's how my family is you know we we just we don't we're not that close we don't form bonds you know what i mean like we love each other but we don't say it like these are things that if we go back in our own family history we can uncover the root of for these are diseases you know what i'm saying poverty it's not a coincidence that nine out of ten people are not financially comfortable rich is different by definition to everyone so but poverty pretty much bears down to the same you know whether you're poor living in a box on the side of the street or you're poor living check to check, working two jobs, exhausted, can't sleep, can't get no rest, mind not comfortable, not mind not at ease, worrying about how you're going to still eat after you pay bills and take care of childcare expenses, gas and metro cars and everything the fuck else, insurance and fucking, you know what I mean? That's a form of poverty, too. Just because you got a job don't mean you're not fucking poor. If you're not financially comfortable, in my opinion, you're fucking poor. You know what I'm saying? You're not comfortable. You're not. You can't be happy when you're not comfortable. And happiness is part of richness to me. So, yeah, it's not a coincidence that most people are, in my definition, poor. We come from a long line of poverty, not just financial poverty, mental poverty, emotional poverty, and it does, it trickles down, it trickles down, it manifests, it grows, and it warps, and it becomes these disgusting diseases that we just have, and we think they're family traits. Oh, gambling's always been a big thing in my family. We don't know how to budget money. You know what I'm saying? No one in my family has ever finished college. Education has never been... My bad, the time I got ahead of me. But, you know, it could be, oh, I, nobody in my family ever finished college. Education is not what we're about. You know what I mean? We've just always been hard workers. Figure out why this is why you guys are. And after you find out why this is why you guys are, figure out if you as an individual in the family unit are happy with that, not just within, within yourself, within the family. If it's something that you're not happy with, it's probably something that others in the family are not happy with. And this is where family meetings and discussions need to be held because once you guys start expressing family wants, needs, 
desires, goals, and ambitions, then we start breaking the chains that confine us as a family, as individuals. Sometimes the entire family, just like when it comes to friends, sometimes the group is not ready for the movement. You know what I'm saying? I think it's amazing how animals who herd elephants, um, giraffes, moving herds, a lot of grazing animals. Y'all know I'll be high. I love nature and I can't even fucking focus to think. I know I need to roll this actual back without fuck that font so real life shit. But um and I prefer original backwards and the dark brown pack. A lot of people think the original is that sweet and aromatic. No, that's that flavor. It's sweet and aromatic. I like the original backward. Nothing beats it. And I only got one. So I'm gonna enjoy this shit and then take my black ass to the store for my grandma before she be calling me. But back to family. You know, everybody's not going to be on board sometimes, especially when family curses run deep. And again, most people don't identify family traits and habits as curses. Some things, they just, some family members are going to just see it as that's what it is, especially with older generations or even the younger ones who have more southern signs, like earth signs, who are like really set in their ways, it might be hard to introduce this idea and these ideas and way of thinking and way of reprogramming and way of living a better life. So they might be just that set and you know, the idea is you got to get a good job, you got to work, you got to finish school, you got to go to college, you got to do this, you got to do that, you know what I'm saying? But you might, in your own life path and spiritual journey, you might have come to the realization that that's a trap and you don't want to live in that cycle. You can't really get nowhere. You want to try entrepreneurship. You want to try something different. You know what I mean? You want to be artistic. You want to be free. You want to do this, that, and third as a means of not only acquiring your financial stability, but also your happiness. And you might look insane for that, but you still stick to that. It's not about getting the family along with the, you know, with the wave at the exact same time. It's just breaking the curse. And sometimes the whole family is not a part of breaking the curse. Unfortunately, sometimes the entire family as a unit feeds the curse. And that's part of the curse that the family will always bounce that negative energy off of each other. If you are blessed and lucky enough to have your eyes, your third eye open, your sixth sense, your your gut feelings, your intuition is high enough to see that it's a curse and that you can step out of it, step out of it because you can still break the cycle. Maybe not their cycle, but by breaking it within yourself, setting new rules, new habits, new foundations for yourself, you provide this to your children. You know what I'm saying? You provide this to younger versions of the family who may not be able to indulge because they're too young. They live with their mom and their dad and dad is still stuck in the old ways or, you know, their mom and dad rather still stuck in the old ways. And they're not ready to break that cycle. But the younger ones are ready and they see it and they watch you and they emulate you. They hold stuff in their head. And when they're old enough, they join you in this new cycle 
of healing and of restoring the bloodline to its former glory because all of us come from glory, okay? I don't give a fuck what race you are, what creed you are, what nationality, what motherfucking language you speak, what color your skin is. We all come from greatness because we all come from source. We are all physical manifestations of everything. So because of that, you know what I'm saying? We all have glory, but time changes things, influence changes things, and you know, fucked up shit happens on a universal level. We need to heal as a human race, but we can't do that until we heal as individuals and then as family and as a community, then as a nation, then as a planet. Once we can heal on that level, then we can heal galactically and hopefully evolve into what's meant to come. And I think it's greatness. And I think we're on our way. So with that being said, I'm going to get ready to wrap this up. I know it's some bullshit, right? This whole fucking talk, I was smoking that dirty ass backwood and now I'm rolling up the fucking phone. I mean, I was smoking that dirty ass, sorry, backwood. You're never dirty. You're always good. Even a bad backwood is better than a fucking good fonso any day. But yeah, I was smoking that whole dirty ass fonso the damn whole time. And now that I'm getting to the good stuff, I'm getting off. But I think I already been online for like 20 minutes. Y'all got shit to do. I got shit to do. I'm going to smoke this mom, thumbing on some sweats and getting my life together. I'm going to the supermarket, right, with a headscarf. Um, yeah, think about what I said, though. Hopefully it resonates. It might not with everybody, and that's okay. But for those who do, I hope, you know, if you're not already in the process of connecting with the ancestors and absorbing as much knowledge as possible from your elders who are here. I hope this encourages you to do so. And it don't have to be mad time. Like, you don't got to sit there and be chatting, chatting, chatting with somebody, you know, especially if that's really not your thing. You're not really into old people or, you know, you're not really close with your family. You don't got to sit there and spend eons. I like my grandmother. My grandmother's like me. She's funny as fuck. So I can chill with my grandmoms. You know what I'm saying? Only difference is my grandmoms don't fucking smoke, don't drink. So, you know, I got to get high before I get there. But <laughs> once I'm there, I'm good. My grandmoms keep the fucking party going. And I do. I love to talk to her. But, you know, just even if you just ask a random question, plus it makes them feel better. Or just decide, think about it. When you're blessed to be old, that means you're blessed to have lived a long time, which means you have, you're cursed to have lost so many people. Time's changing. Everybody's on this social media shit, internet, text messaging. Old people not into that. A fucking phone call will make their whole goddamn day. You know what I'm saying? 
oh my God, go a step further. Knock on a goddamn door. And not on on Thursday while it's Thanksgiving, wanting some of grandma's fucking food. No. Knock on the door on a regular day. If you live close to, nearby, walking distance, driving distance, just do a quick little pop-up one day. You got an hour. You got an hour. You might not have it today. You might not have it tomorrow. But one day soon, you got a fucking hour. Go kill it with them. Ask a couple of questions. Make sure they're good health-wise, emotionally, mentally. You know what I'm saying? The year is about to end. We lost a lot of people this year. And next year, we don't know what's coming. So if you're in the time, space, and ability, do that. And again, even if you don't have nothing to say, you don't fuck with me like that. Ask a couple of questions. Just find out, you know, excuse me. I just wanted to um hit you up and ask about, you know, great so-and-so and so-and-so. If you got any photos, any tangible items, you know, their birthday, where they were born, yada, yada, yada. I'd appreciate it if you sent it through. Something like just, you know, expand your own info and knowledge of, you know, your family, if that's possible. I hope it's possible. It's not possible for all of us, especially for those of us who descend from slavery. It gets real blurry after a while. But, you know, you do what you can and the rest you meditate with a sincere heart and open mind, they'll come to you. They'll come to you, whether it's through voice, whether it's through emotion, you'll feel a sense of comfort, whether just something will make sense that didn't make sense to you before. Somehow, some way, they'll connect with you. I promise they're a part of you. Those who loved you in life will always love you in death. And even if it's an ancestor that you've never, ever met, don't know their name, don't know existed, I promise you, especially the direct descendants, they have hopes for you. They have dreams for you because they had them for themselves. No same person lives their life not wanting a better life for themselves, not wanting a better life for their children. And their children's children, and their children's children, 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 a million times full. You know what I'm saying? So tap into those blessings, those wishes for the best existence. Become your ancestors' wildest dreams. Live a life that they can not only be proud of, but one that will allow their dreams to manifest for more generations afterwards, after you yourself, you know? But, yeah, let me at least spark this while we together. That definitely covers it. See, this is what it is, baby. Fonso ain't got shit on a nice dog back, but but y'all, y'all have a great one. Stay positive, stay focused. Remember, today is just a motherfucking day. Enjoy it while it lasts. And if it happens to suck, be grateful that it'll be over soon. Love you guys. Much I say. Namaste. Later.